It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. So Angie, these are some suggestions I've come across. This is a kind of a collection of various articles and online guides that I've looked at to just sort of accumulate sort of a checklist of suggestions for finding and interviewing an agent so that you can find the best fit. And I want to see if you kind of agree with these things and give us some guidance on each of these points. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. Okay. First thing on the list is to set up a pre-meeting to get to know an agent. Is that something that happens frequently? Is that just a phone call or do you go meet with folks in person? How often are you having a pre-meeting with somebody? Sure. Um, you know, I, I would say every agent works differently. Um, there's some agents in our market that do like a buyer presentation where they actually have the buyer come into the office for about an hour to sit down and, you know, really upsell themselves as being the best agent that that buyer should work with, go through all the housing criteria, wants and needs, talk about the process. Our team, what we try to do or what we you know, do most of the time is we don't want to waste the buyer's time in regards to asking them to come into the office and take an hour or two out of their day. So we typically do kind of that pre-meeting over the phone. You know, we it, it depends on the buyer and their timeline and their goals. You know, some buyers don't care to just move slow. They're like, let's do this. Let's move fast. Let's go. Let's start looking at homes. And so we can have that conversation over the phone, you know, but if a buyer does prefer to meet in person, you know, before starting the process per se, we're happy to do that as well. So um, I would say a pre-meeting can be face-to-face or it can be just more of an over phone just to, you know, tell that potential client about yourself. So not out of the ordinary to have a pre-meeting. They just might look a lot different depending on what agent you go to, but kind of makes sense. You're going to have some sort of initial conversation before you say, yeah, will you be my real estate agent? Usually you're going to have a little bit of interaction first. So that one makes sense. Um, And then it's recommended that during that pre-meeting, you talk about goals and needs versus wants. I'm just sort of envisioning for anybody who's seen like house hunters where they sit down with the agent and it's like, all right, go give me your wish list and that kind of thing. Sure. And I I think that's always, that always happens, right? Whether it's a face-to-face meeting or an over the phone, it's okay, what's important to you? Let's first of all, talk about your minimum requirements, you know, location, minimum bedroom, style of home, you know, do you want a garage? Is a master bedroom on the main floor important? Your price range. So going through and talking about your your needs versus your wants, you know, what are must haves, what are wants. Um, And then from there, we can send you, you know, ideas of homes that meet your needs. So yes, we definitely need to know that. And you definitely need to have that conversation with your agent. And that's how they're going to help you, right? So the more information you give them, the better that an agent can assist you. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, one of the suggestions that I've come across is definitely to ask about the current state of the market in the area. And I'll combine this with it, Angie, then say, okay, is that normal? Or how does this compare to historical, you know, data for where we are right now? Sure. Yeah. Um, It's definitely important to understand the current state of the market. You know, I don't really think it's that important to get into details of where the market was five years ago. Who cares, right? We need to focus on now 
And, you know, what does inventory levels look like? You know, what's, you know, typically available in this location in this price point? You know, are we seeing that the values are appreciating, depreciating? Are we seeing that, you know, this home is overpriced or underpriced? You know, knowing what the current market looks like is important because that will help when it comes time to make an offer. Right. As far as, you know, are we going to have negotiation power? Do we need to go in full price? Will we more than likely end up in a multiple offer situation? So understanding the the market and really particularly the the market that you are searching within, you know, if you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar townhome in Raleigh, you know, what does that market look like versus an eight hundred thousand dollar single family in Raleigh? two different markets that we're focusing on. Um, So I don't think it's really important to get into details as far as years ago. Focus on now. I like focus on now. That's a great way to uh, present it because what it looked like five years ago isn't really going to impact you all that much. It's it's what is the story now. Yep. Uh, If you're a buyer, it's suggested that you ask how many houses and or homes an agent's clients see before putting in an offer, at least typically. Why is that important? I think that just kind of gives, you know, some guidelines and expectations. I think it's more of just setting expectations. But, you know, every buyer needs to remember that every buyer is different. Um, There's been many times that our team, we have shown one home and the person has gone under contract, closed, super happy, everything's wonderful. We have other clients that are definitely more slower pace, which is completely fine. Maybe they just don't know exactly what they want. And so they need to kind of be hands-on and get out in the market uh, to truly understand what home is perfect for them. So maybe it takes them 20 homes, you know? Um, So I, I wouldn't say that one buyer is like the other, but I would say on average, I would say most people probably look around five to seven homes before they're ready to move forward with an offer. Um, Sometimes they look at more homes, but it's not because they wanted to. Maybe they lost out on the first and second home. Um, But yeah, everyone's situation is different. So don't feel like you need to be like the norm. You know, if you find a home you like, jump on it, run with it. Yeah, that's a great point. We, uh, I think both of our home searches looked at several homes. Uh, actually, uh, now that I think about it, we looked at uh, several homes the first time around and a lot of condos and apartments and then decided, now we just want to go with the actual, you know, a true house. And then I think we only looked at two houses. So and we put an offer on the first one, didn't get it, and then put an offer on the second one, got it. And that was the end of that search. And then our most recent search, I think all of the homes that we looked at came in one day. And so we looked at four and the yeah. last one we saw was the one and boom, that was it. So it was kind I of. I think it's personality too. Yeah, I know yeah. me personally. I mean, every home that I have purchased, I, I've only looked at that one home. Right. <laughs> like actually truly step foot. Yeah. In that one home, because maybe I think it is a lot of personality because I'm same way with purchasing a car yeah. it's well, like okay and, and this how is much the car online I want. viewing are you doing too it, right i feel right. like i looked and at I've thousands thought about it of in the past homes, you know you know and i i really haven't i think maybe i just i know exactly what i want when it's time to purchase and so there's not but so much out there so for example like our current home that we live in in raleigh it's this is a location we want to be in we want a particular neighborhood we want a certain size and needs to have this this and this and honestly there was one home that really fit our needs and we said okay, this is it, right? But everyone is different as far as personality. There's those personalities, the the fear of missing out, right? Where me, I'm more of like, all right, let's go do this thing. I get frustrated with 
looking around. I'm ready to buy. Let's move forward. I want it now kind of person where there's, yeah, the other people that are, they, they take their time. So I think it's, it's a personality, you know, situation, but it's also maybe the, you know, how much inventory is on the market as well. Like what are the options out there that can determine how many homes you look at? In theory, that first search uh, might be a little bit longer just because you maybe aren't as picky as you will be in the future where you kind of know what you want when you see it. I remember, guys, yeah. when we first started out, again, we were looking at, you know, we weren't sure yet on the townhome versus house debate. So we were looking at both, which extended the process and looked at a lot more homes before we kind of, and you had to then get your feet in there to really see, do we like this? Do we not like this style? You know, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. the, it'll get shorter, the process, probably the uh, older you get and the more homes that you buy. So that's another thing to keep in mind. So that's good to know for a buyer. Uh, what about for a seller? Yeah. Uh, it's been mentioned that I've seen many times, uh, different resources say, Ask an agent how many days on the market is average for their listings. Yeah, I I think that's super important. You know, understanding how active that agent is in the market, how quickly they get homes sold because they have an an extensive and amazing marketing plan. Uh, For example, our team, we're at six days currently year to date, where the average agent in the triangle is at 24. That is a big difference with the average days on the market, both overall quick, right? We're in a strong seller's market still. And so homes are moving, you know, fairly quickly. But because of the marketing that we do in detail, our days on the market are way less than the average agent in the triangle. So, yes, understand as a seller, you know, when you are interviewing agents, definitely make sure you know the numbers of that agent. You know, has that agent sold one home or have they sold a thousand? You know, knowing how long um, the agent has been in the business, I mean, that's important too. But you know what? That's not the end all be all. You know, there are many agents who are absolutely amazing that have been in the business for only a year. But you know what? Knowing their numbers as far as how many transactions they have done is important. You know, working with a brand new, brand new agent. I know we all start somewhere, right? So I'm not knocking on brand new agents, but you know, the brand new agent that's only done two transactions, more than likely. Is not completely just savvy with the real estate process and transactions because there, are, even today, and I've been doing this goodness for almost thirteen years now. There is always something new that happens in our real estate world. You know where I need to check in with my attorney. Maybe I need to get advice from another agent, you know, colleague in my market because new things happen every day. So yeah, make sure that you are working with someone who is familiar with the area, who's very active in real estate right now, and then who has great uh, stats too. Any other important questions that somebody should ask when interviewing an agent? And and how many agents do you think Hmm. somebody should interview before deciding on one? If you weren't one yourself, how many would you interview? Yeah, I would, you know, if whether you're buying or selling, just, you know, ask the agent, hey, how are you going to help me? How are you going to represent me? Like, why should I choose you? You know, and let that agent give you kind of their value proposition. You know, what is it that you are going to do for me that's above and beyond what other agents can do? So I I think that's important. And, you know, as far as the amount of agents to interview, there's not a set number. You know, there's if you meet with one agent and you know what, you feel like they are a great fit for you and kind of you check all the boxes, you know, run with it. You don't need to go interview, you know, three to five agents. But you know what? Some buyers and sellers feel more comfortable with interviewing, you know, three agents just to kind of compare one versus another. A big part of it, too, really is personality. Make sure that you are working with someone who you feel is like minded, who you feel like you're going to have a positive 
you know, conversation and transaction with because we always say, you know, you're married to us for a while. And even though, all right, we've put your home on their contract, we still have another 30 to 45 days until we close on the home. So make sure that you're working with, you know, a real estate agent and a team that you will enjoy working with long term. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 